0: Christina,
1: can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. We are we are live. Uh, President yeah. Gruber. Somehow
2: I went backwards. I went into uh, welcome to WebEx.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we can we can hear you and see you here, President Gruber. Thank
1: you. How do I come back? You're here. Well, I can't see anybody. What does it matter? We can see you and hear you. We can see and hear you. Uh, huh. Well if you I don't if you want to go ahead
0: if you want to go ahead, uh President Gruber and mute. Um and I'll go
1: ahead and do the introductions and um, is there anyone that can assist you with the screen? Nope. You stuck with me. I don't know what happened here that all of a sudden here we are great and I should mute yes please good evening give me just one moment On February 25th, 2020, Mayor London Breed
0: declared a state of emergency in regards to COVID-19. Thereafter, Governor Newsom issued a statewide order for all residents to shelter in place, and following that, numerous orders of the county health officer and supplemental mayoral proclamations and directives were issued to slow and reduce the spread of COVID-19. As authorized by California government code, section 54953 little E, and the mayor's 45th supplement to her February 25th, 2020 emergency proclamation, the Rent Board Commission's meeting this evening is being held remotely without providing a physical location. Members of the Rent Board Commission will participate and vote by video. Members of the public may observe the meeting live online at the link listed on the agenda and remote meeting access information and may provide public comment by telephone by dialing 415-655-0001 entering access code 2495 and then entering webinar password 7368 because tonight's meeting is being streamed using the webex platform please be aware that there may be moments of silence connection issues or a slight delay between the actual meeting and what members of the public are seeing please know that we are doing the best we can and we ask for your patience I am Executive Director and Board Secretary Christina Varner and Rent Board staff member Diana Flores and I will be managing the technological functions this evening. Commissioners and staff, if you have not already done so, please mute your microphones to minimize background noise and keep them muted unless you're actively speaking. As in previous meetings, I again want to thank several people who have worked to make this meeting possible as there are always changes, uh, including the Rent Board Commissioners, staff at the Department of Technology, RENT Board staff, particularly Kathy Helton, Elvira James, Lee Hyun, Diana Flores, Senior ALJ Joy Kumas Senior ALJ Connie Brandon, and several other department's board secretaries who continue to provide much-needed advice on remote meetings. Thank you. The Commission has strongly encouraged interested parties to submit their comments and writing prior to this meeting to rentboard at sfgov.org. The public comment call-in instructions are posted with the agenda located on the Rent Board's website at sf.gov slash rentboard in the meetings section. The meeting instructions have changed slightly and members of the public who wish to provide public comment must now enter a webinar numeric password after entering the access code. While you may view the meeting using the link located on the website and listed on the agenda and remote meeting access information public comment may only be given by dialing in on the phone the phone number to call into the meeting to give public comment is 415-655-0001 you will then enter access code 2495-296-3337 press pound and then enter the webinar numeric password 7368 and press pound again. You will hear the meeting as you wait on the line. You will then dial star and three to enter the public comment queue. You will then hear you have raised your hand to ask a question. Please wait to speak until the host calls on you. When the system says you are being asked to unmute yourself, to unmute press star six, dial star then six. Please make sure that you are in a quiet location and that all computers, phones, TVs, and other devices around you are muted, so there is no echo sound while you speak. You are encouraged, but not required, to state your name for the record. If you're calling to speak regarding an item on the agenda, please state which item you are speaking about. Please note that anything you say during public comment cannot be used as evidence in regards to the item on which you are speaking. You will have three minutes to speak, and if you have an interpreter on the line with you, you will have six minutes. To withdraw your question, dial star and three again, and you will hear you have lowered your hand. When your three minutes are up, staff will so indicate and your line will be muted. You will be moved out of the speaker line and back as an attendee in the meeting, unless you disconnect. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak during another public comment opportunity. Please visit the Brent Board's website for
1: ongoing updates. During the COVID 19 event, President Gruber. I was practicing with my
2: mute on. Uh, We now call the meeting to order. And I'd like to announce that Commissioner Chan will read the Ramatush Aloni land acknowledgement. Give
1: me a second to put it up.
3: We acknowledge that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Aloni who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula. As the indigenous stewards of this land and in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded, lost nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatouche community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples.
2: Thank you, Commissioner Chan. uh, Now I ask uh, Executive Director Varner uh, to do the roll call.
1: Thank you, President Gruber. President Gruber, Aye. President Gruber present. Commissioner Tom, Commissioner Tom, yeah. Commissioner Tom present. Commissioner Wasserman, hi. Commissioner Wasserman present. Commissioner Klein. Commissioner Klein not present. Commissioner Mossbrucker. Commissioner Mossbrucker not present. Commissioner Crow. Here. Commissioner Crow present. Commissioner Chan? Here. Commissioner Chan present. Commissioner Sani?
4: Present.
0: Commissioner Sonny present.
1: Commissioner Hung? Here. Commissioner Hung present, and Commissioner Haley.
0: Here. Commissioner Haley present. Uh, I would also like to acknowledge that the following staff members are present this evening. Uh, Senior Administrative Law Judge Connie Brandon, Senior Administrative Law Judge Joey Kumis, Rent Board Specialist
1: Diana Flores, and myself, Executive Director and Board Secretary Christina Varner. Next, we'll move
2: on to item number four approval of the minutes. I asked for um, approval of the minutes of November 8th, 2022.
5: So moved,
1: Wasserman. Do we have a second? Second. Executive Director, do you get the second?
0: I believe that was uh, Commissioner Sony. Is that correct? That
2: is, Commissioner- that is correct. Thank you. Are there any additions, subtractions, comments? Being none, uh, please call for the vote.
0: Thank you, President Gruber. A motion to approve the minutes of November 8th, 2022.
1: Commissioner Wasserman? Aye. Commissioner Sawney? Aye. President Gruber? Aye. Commissioner Tom? Commissioner Tom. Um, Commissioner Chan. Abstain. Commissioner Crow. Aye. Commissioner Hung. Aye. And Commissioner Haley. Aye.
2: The minutes of November 8, 20, uh, 2022 are approved. We now move on to item number 5 remarks from the public executive director Varner. Please uh, introduce us.
0: Thank you, President Gruber.
1: If uh, commissioners and staff could please mute. Uh, to reduce the background noise. Thank you so much. Pardon me one moment. It is now time for the first of two
0: public comment call-in periods. The meeting instructions have changed slightly and members of the public who wish to provide public comment must now enter a webinar numeric password after entering the access code. The public comment call in instructions are posted with the agenda located on the rent board's website at sf.gov forward slash rent board in the meetings section. While you may view the meeting using the link located on the website and listed on the agenda and remote meeting access information, public comment may only be given by dialing in on the phone. The phone number to call into the meeting to give public comment is 415. 6550001. You will then enter access code 24952963337, press pound, and then enter webinar numeric password 7368 and press pound again. You will hear the meeting as you wait on the line. You will then dial star and 3 to enter the public comment queue. You will then hear you have raised your hand to ask a question. Please wait to speak until the host calls on you. When the system says you are being asked to unmute yourself, to unmute, press star six, dial star, and then six. Please make sure that you're in a quiet location and that all computers, phones, TVs, and other devices around you are muted so there is no echo sound while you speak. You are encouraged, but not required, to state your name for the record. If you're calling to speak regarding an item on the agenda, please state which item you are speaking about. Please note that anything you say during public comment cannot be used as evidence in regards to the item on which you are speaking. You will have three minutes to speak, and if you have an interpreter on the line with you, you will have six minutes. To withdraw your question, dial star and three again, and you will hear you have lowered your hand. When your three minutes are up, staff will so indicate and your line will be muted. You will be moved out of the speaker line and back as an attendee in the meeting, unless you disconnect. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak during another public comment opportunity. Rent board staff member Diana Flores will be operating the phone system today. I will be keeping time on a timer. When your time is up, you should hear the timer ringing Time will be called and you as the caller will be muted. Ms. Flores, do we have any callers raising their hands in the queue wishing to provide public comment?
1: Yes, we have two callers in the queue. Thank you so much. Can you please allow the first caller? Caller, uh, my, hi, you have three minutes.
6: Yeah. Okay, my name is Michael Baraska, B-E-J-R-A-S-K-A. Uh, this is in reference to uh, petition number uh, 220105, 490 uh, O'Farrell, um, there was a, an appeal. I mean, my, my case was uh, dismissed because I missed the date by one day. Um, I wanna tell you, I had as craziest years year as possible. I've been living in San Francisco for 52 years, Never on public assistance ever for anything, um, and uh, last year I had a uh, elevator in this building stop for four, for four months. I filed a petition. Uh, in in that process, then I had to have my hip replaced, I had a catheter run up my arm across my heart, I got cellulitis in my leg. I had a crazy year, plus everything else that happened in normal life. Uh, I missed the day by one date. I don't think it's the intention of the the uh, the rent board to. Uh, Watch this! Over the serious business that's going on in this this particular uh, SRO, uh, due to uh, a weakness on my part, physical part, physical and mental part. Uh, I don't think that's uh, that's their intent. I think the the, the, the board wants to give everyone a chance to air this issue publicly. Um, I I had asked uh, several times, can be verified on the log, that uh, my phone was giving me trouble, not to 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 email me, but to text me. Better for me to. Um, I could, could get that better because I'm really having difficulty in the phone. There's even a notation in the, in the notes when they called that uh, they, they couldn't understand what I said one time when I called. Um, I didn't come in the next day after the due date, the court date, uh, due to a call. I came in because I knew something, was, I knew I had to be there, I knew I had, had to get it settled, and I came in there. Most of my correspondence was done in person as I came into the board uh, in person because I knew I was having problems with the the phone lines and, and, and as it turned out, sure enough I did. Um I am uh, asking for the uh, the the uh, red board to um uh, give this issue its day in court. Um uh, it, it's it's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of things to be said about this that uh, it would be a really unfortunate circumstance to wash this under the under, under the table and uh, let some things carry on that, that quite uh, frankly need to be decided somewhere. By by your your uh, uh, court, so um, uh, this is a this is in a pity pot call. This is a factual call. These are things that actually happen, and this is a, 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 an unusual time. And I believe that it calls were unusual um, decisions. And and uh, you know it's just one of those things of walk a mile in my shoes and see how how it was done. There, there are times that I'm seventy five years old now. There are times in my life when uh, I don't trust myself. I think of all that too. So, um, I think a, a, an appearance by myself and a, and a landlord is uh, is uh, no question needed in this situation. This initiative is has been going on for a while too. This, thank this you, is Colin.
1: Be... All right. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. Flores, do we have additional members of the public in the queue wishing to provide comment?
7: Yes, we have three more members of the public. Thank you so much.
1: Can you please allow the next caller? Hello,
8: my name is Craig Baran. I'm with Vertex Property Group, property manager regarding the uh, building at 801 Corbett Street. And. Uh, to start, there there are no shared services in the building that are being removed. Uh, the idea that the other side uh, says there, there's a loading zone and a storeroom that are being removed—they've they've never been uh, they've never been present for this property. Um, a tenant can go down there and remove a piece of property in a in an area that they can call a loading zone, but there's not a loading zone present. They'd be blocking existing parking spaces and uh, i believe a photo was provided to everyone of someone moving property outside of the building storeroom for property managers and the ownership but it's not for uh it's actually not a tenant of the building further no tenants of the building have keys to this storeroom also there are no items in the storeroom belonging to any tenants of the building that's all i have to say
1: Thank you, caller. Ms. Flores, are there additional members of the public wishing to provide comment?
7: Yes, we have two more callers.
1: Can you please allow the next caller? Caller, you will have three minutes. Ms. Protis is the caller on the line?
7: Yes, and caller has unmuted themselves. We they have.
9: Sorry about that.
1: Go um, ahead, caller. You have three minutes.
9: Hello, this is Joe Peters, landlord respondent for item B, 801 Corbett. Um, as the judge, Judge Berg already determined, uh, the proposed ADU project will not result in the substantial reduction of any tenant housing services at the property. Seven tenants originally objected to the landlord's statement that tenant housing services would not be reduced. Of those seven, only one tenant, Roger Dawson, appealed the judge's decision. Roger speaks in the collective. However, he is the only person that signed his appeal. Today, three neighbors, and I don't, I don't mean tenants of the building, but neighbors who do not reside at 801 Corbett have submitted comments in support of the appeal. Struggle to understand, however, how their arguments have any basis in this forum when the housing services in question are not supplied in connection to the use or occupancy of housing units on. Another property, Uh, Dawson further claims the drive aisle will be reduced by 26%. The proposal includes the addition of a stairwell that will reduce the area used to exit 1 of the parking spaces. The turning area for the proposed space number 6 would be reduced by 3 feet or a 15% reduction. The proposed design, however, takes maneuverability for this impacted parking space into account and has an area adjacent to the spot to facilitate turning when exiting. The parking spaces that will remain after the ADUs are completed exist today exactly as they will be upon completion, whereas the existing conditions of the garage make for a challenging parking situation. Vehicles of all types parking in these spaces have always been able to get in and out. when it comes to parking, the housing service being provided relates to the physical attributes of the parking space, not to the make and model of the car the tenant chooses to park there. Each of the building residents that use the garage today, over the course of their tenancy, have changed the make, model, and type of their vehicle they park there. Therefore, upon choosing a new vehicle, all these tenants were already aware of the fixed dimensions of their parking spaces at 801 Corbett. Of the 5 tenants parking in the garage today, 2 of their spaces will be increased by the proposed. Project by between 1 and 17% and the other 2 spaces will be reduced by just 2 to 3%. The spaces are virtually the same size as they will be um, offered in the future. Uh, all of our parking spaces are 18 feet. All of the proposed parking spaces are between sorry. All proposed parking spaces are 18 feet deep and between 7 feet 9 inches and 10 feet 6 inches wide. The San Francisco Planning Code mandates that a standard parking space is 8 feet by 18 feet, and a compact space is 7 feet 6 inches by 15 feet. Certainly, the Planning Code takes into consideration the usability of a parking space, These dimensions would not be prescribed if vehicles parked next to one another couldn't open their car doors. Our spaces
1: will be. Thank you, you, Ms. Flores. There are additional members of the public in the queue wishing to provide comment at this time.
7: Yes, we have one more.
1: Can you please allow the caller? Caller, you will have three minutes. Hi, this is
10: Roger Dawson. Can you hear me?
1: We can hear you. Go ahead, sir.
10: Uh, hello, this is Roger Dawson. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, go ahead, sir. Please please go ahead with your comment.
10: Okay, thank you. Um, I submitted the appeal, uh, item eight, and uh, we believe our case suffered from being very early our case was one of the initial batch of first cases resulting from the new ADU legislation that instigated the ADU reform legislation a long process that started four years ago. At the time of our first hearing on May 24th, the rent board had not adjudicated any cases and there were no other cases our judge or ourselves could reference. We believe this was Judge Berg's first ADU case. During the hearing, Judge Berg made mention that he didn't have previous cases to reference as regards some of the points that we had brought up. This, we believe, caused him to take a very narrow and rigid interpretation of the new ADU legislation. He declined to consider our first cause of action regarding noise and failed to find for the tenants significantly increased difficulty, if not impossibility, in assessing the proposed remaining spaces post ADU. New studies by the tenants instigated by the discovery of the findings in similar ADU cases show that the very narrow maneuvering aisle for the remaining spaces is further reduced 26% in width by added stairs down to a ludicrous 11 feet, 5 inches, making it impossible for some tenants to park. We request that this new evidence be reviewed and ruled on. I don't know how Joe Peters can claim. That it's a maneuverable area, especially considering when the tenant assigned the park there is driving a Chevy Silverado pickup that's 19 feet long. Uh, further, the loss of parking for three years of massive construction has been deemed by Jacob Bentliff of Supervisor Mandelman's office, the legislation's author, as a legitimate loss of housing services for ADU purposes. We submitted this to Judge Berg after our last hearing, but it was never considered. We would like this critical issue, especially for the three seniors with disabilities evaluated on appeal. We submitted video evidence that our storeroom was being used as a storeroom. This was done before the last hearing, but was never considered by Judge Berg. We submitted evidence of our safe loading zone in the garage being used. This was done before the last hearing, but was never considered. That's why we're making an appeal. If this ADU were allowed to proceed, several rent control residents, including disabled seniors ages 64, 70, and 76, who have lived here for decades, will be unable to park their cars, would be forced to move. It's likely we'd be forced out of the city because of high rents. We pray the Commission will approve this appeal given that our case came so soon after the ADU reform legislation's implementation and many new facts came to light. That were never considered thank you caller. thank you for listening thank you
4: thank you Ms. photos
7: are there additional callers in the queue wishing to provide comment
1: yes we have one more caller great can you please uh, allow the caller caller you will have three minutes Hello. Hello, please go ahead, caller.
11: Okay. Hi, um, my name is Antonio Dralbus. I am one of the landlords for 785 Valencia Street. You will be hearing this appeal later in the hearing today. I just wanted to reemphasize the topic of this appeal on the garbage and the refuse containers has already been litigated, and the final judgment has been issued by a rent board judge Michael Berg in 2021 a year and a half ago in case T200513. Also, an appeal at that time was done and reconfirmed that Judge Berg's decision was final by the Commissioner. The petitioner did not appeal the case or argue the ruling by the Judge Berg. He accepted it. Now, the original case by Judge Berg had all the information, that Judge Kern allowed to relitigate, which was illegal, um, about the basement, the means, every single topic, there's no new evidence submitted by the tenant. Everything reaffirms the landlord's is correct. And by rest jubicata, the law, um, the, re, the definition is the principle that a cause of action may not be relitigated once it has been judged on its merits. It prevents a party from bringing a claim once the particular claim has been subjected to a final judgment in some previous lawsuit. The doctrine of rest judicata is a method of preventing injustice to the parties of the case. It refers to either two conflicts in both civil law and common law. A case in which these had a the, there had been a final judgment by Judge Byrd, and there had been an appeal and we. Emphasized by the appeal board already, and the legal document to bar relitigation of a claim between the same party. And collateral or with the law, also known as an issue of preclusion, a legal document that prevents a party from relitigating an issue that was resolved in a previous lawsuit or administrative proceeding, even in the issue that relates to a different claim. So, the board was clear in a judgment and said the tenant is responsible to make the garbage bins accessible. To the collector and responsible for the cost. And it should not be re litigated. It's against the law. It's not fair. It's injustice towards the landlord. Um, the minutes of the previous case a year and a half ago will prove that. The recording minutes. Everything in this case had been decided by Judge Berg, and he was clear on the. Dis- the decision, and it's been appealed if the tenant should have appealed it, he didn't decide didn't like the wording of the judgment by the judge bird and Kern should have reinforced judge Berg's decision. As a judge, the own rent board who already tried the case. That's all I have for today. Thank
1: you caller. Ms. Flores, are there any additional members of the public
0: in the queue wishing to provide comment at this time? There are no more callers. Thank you so much. So members of the public, this is the first of two regular public comment call-in periods this evening, so there will be another opportunity to provide public comment after the consideration of appeals and that is in addition to the public comment period we will be having later this evening uh specifically in relation to um, the public hearing uh, for the proposed change to the rent board rules and regulations so um, at this time we will go ahead and close the first of two regular public comment opportunities this evening um and but there will be another opportunity to address the commissioners Uh, after the consideration of appeals.
1: Pardon me just one moment. Thank you so much. President Gruber? President Gruber, I think you're muted. I like
2: practicing on i mute. Uh, uh, at this point, I'd like to uh, uh, move on to the consideration of appeals item number six on the agenda. And we'll start with A, 190 O'Farrell Street, Apartment 512. The tenant's petition alleging decreased housing services was dismissed due to the tenant's non-appearance at the hearing. On appeal, the tenant states that he has multiple medical issues. And request that a new hearing be scheduled
5: move to remand, uh, for newly scheduled hearing with our standard admonition Wasserman.
1: Second, yeah, any further comments. Call for the vote, please. Thank you, President Gruber. A motion to accept the appeal and remand the case for a new
0: hearing uh, to the ALJ for a new hearing. Uh, And if the tenant uh, should again fail to appear absent extraordinary circumstances, no further hearings will be scheduled.
1: Commissioner Wasserman? Aye. Commissioner Chan? Aye. President Gruber? Aye. Commissioner Crow? Aye. And Commissioner Hung?
2: aye okay the vote is to remand for a new hearing uh this is your last chance to show up please uh follow the instructions and uh uh we can't have any more uh missing of, of 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 the appointments or misunderstandings with that we go to item number b 801 Corbett Avenue, apartment number 15, the tenant's objection to the landlord's additional um, ADU declaration was denied. The ALJ found that the landlord proposed ADU construction project as proposed would not result in a substantial reduction in housing services pursuant to rent ordinance section 37.2 R. On appeal, the tenant of one unit argues in part that the relocated parking spaces will be inaccessible to the tenants and that the administrative law judge failed to consider whether the tenant's right to quiet enjoyment will be impacted by the work.
5: This is Commissioner Wasserman. I filed a uh, notice of recusal on this matter with the Ethics Commission. The reason being i'm a part owner of the property management company that's involved here so i'll go ahead and log off and uh the executive director can text
1: me when i'm to come back on thank you and commissioner wasterman has logged off the meeting okay um, fellow commissioners do i have a discussion or a motion move to deny I second.
2: Is there any discussion? Comments?
12: Bro here. Um reading through the uh, the tenants' papers uh that they submitted with the appeal, um, I do see a uh, a decrease in services uh based on uh based on the parking issues. And um the other, the other problem I have, and I know that this isn't a, the purview of the rent board, but I wanted to mention it. Is, is that you have uh, uh, public comments from the neighbors that we don't get to consider. I understand that, but at the same time, uh, in the event that this, uh, well, I'll, I'll reserve the rest of my comments for uh,
1: later. Thank you. Um, any further comments? Call for the vote, please. A motion to deny the appeal. Commissioner Tom. President Gruber. Aye. Commissioner Crow. Commissioner Crow, I think you might be on mute. sorry no commissioner Chan no nope. and commissioner hung okay
2: the uh appeal has been denied And we now move on to item c 140. President- 20- I'm sorry. Pardon,
0: President Gruber, I'm just uh, awaiting uh, Commissioner Wasserman's return to the meeting.
1: Oh,
2: I'm moving along, sorry.
1: Thank you for your, your swiftness there. And Commissioner Wasserman has now joined the meeting. Thank you, President Gruber.
2: With that, then we'll move on to item C, 140 20th Avenue, apartment 201. The tenant's application for a deferral of an operating and maintenance expense increase based on financial hardship was filed seven days late and was thus denied as untimely. On appeal, the tenant asks the board to reconsider his hardship application and argues that the delay was minor and that he continues to experience financial hardship. Uh,
5: Wasserman here. I would move to deny.
1: David Gruber, I second.
2: Discussion?
12: Uh, I'm not clear whether we do even have the ability in this uh, uh, type of, pe- of a petition to uh, grant good cause uh, for the late filing and remand it as such. It looked like it looked like the tenant was going to uh, potentially received the, uh, the, uh, the, the, discount, but, but at the same time because of the late filing, he couldn't. Is this a procedural problem within our own rules? I'm not clear on that.
7: Um, I can answer for the staff. Uh, we usually tell people who have filed hardship applications late that at our level, at our office level, we have to deny it because it was filed late, but that they can't appeal. And you have granted some appeals and remanded uh, hardship applications that had been filed late.
1: And I'll just add, so the deadline for
5: filing a hardship application, it lies in the rules and regs, not in the ordinance. So, it is a board enacted deadline, and you have the power to waive your regulations.
12: Well, I'd like to further comment then that. You know, doing the math on this, and yes, there's a long period of time, but, uh, maybe like, uh, after the decision came down in, uh, 21. It it looks to me like uh, this was seven days filed seven days late. I, How do
5: you get seven days? It's about a year. Yeah, the decision came down. I know, the, but the decision
12: itself came down on. Uh, let me find it here. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, the it was uh, the effective date. It was filed more than a year after the effective date, and more than 15 days after the December 20, 2021 uh, decision. So, if, if he if he, if he files on January 11, 2022, it looks like he's really. I mean, he's late, but it looks like he's about. Uh, Start so my calculation. See, it's about twenty-two days late. Minus fifteen equals seven days. Am I, am I calculating that
1: correctly?
7: Just to clarify, parties are told that they have fifteen days from the mailing of the actual decision to also. File the hardship application.
12: Well, that's what I was wondering, and that seemed, seemed to be indicated on the uh, on the decision. My decision
5: was mailed a year ago, about a year ago, in December twentieth, twenty twenty
12: one. December twentieth, twenty twenty one. Right. Uh, and and.
3: And the tenant filed application on January eleventh, twenty twenty two.
12: 2022, it's really only a, a 22, uh, a, uh, I figured a 22-day late filing minus 15 is only seven days.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, that's one way to look at it. It was the effective date of the increase was December 1st,
5: 2019. Yeah, you know, I understand that. So we had notice of of the issue at that point.
12: He did, but given the fact that he had 15 days to file after the mailing date of the decision, um, I could understand his uh, confusion on that.
5: Yeah, Commissioner Wasserman, the problem here is it's an or and it begs the question as to why it took so long to mail it. That's a a whole separate issue, but
1: it's an or. Well, all right.
5: Call for the vote,
2: then. Any further discussion? Call for the vote, please.
0: Uh, motion to deny the appeal. Commissioner Wasserman? President Gruber? Aye. Commissioner
1: Crow. No. Commissioner Chan. No. And Commissioner Hung.
5: No.
2: Okay. The um, the motion uh, fails. Um, do we have a new motion?
12: I move to find good cause for the late filing and uh, remand uh, for uh, a decision.
2: Second. Any discussion? Call for the vote, please.
0: A motion to find good cause for the late filing of the appeal and to remand the case to the ALJ to issue a decision.
1: Commissioner Crow? Aye. Commissioner Chan? Aye. President Gruber. No.
0: Commissioner Wasserman. No. And Commissioner Hung.
2: Aye. Motion passes and uh, there'll be a uh, remand hearing on on this case. Next, we'll move on to item D. 1717 Tarraville Street. The tenant's petition alleging decreased housing services due to an inaccessible bedroom was denied. The Administrative Law Judge found that access to the second bedroom was not a housing service provided by the landlord or included in the tenant's space rent. On appeal, the tenant claims that the decision contains factual inaccuracies. I vote to
5: deny Wasserman.
1: David Gruber 2nd,
12: I have a couple of thoughts on this. I understand uh, the motion to deny, uh, based on based on our, our jurisdiction, um, it'll be interesting though, when we see a. Rent increase come down the line. Uh thank you.
1: Further comments? Call for the vote, please.
0: A motion to deny
1: the appeal. Commissioner Wasserman. Aye. President Gruber. Aye. Commissioner Crow. Reluctantly, I. Commissioner Chan? Aye. And Commissioner Hung?
2: Aye. The tenant's appeal has been denied. We move on to Item E, 785 Valencia Street. The tenant's petition alleging decreased housing services was granted in part. The Administrative Law Judge held that the landlord is liable for any amounts paid by the tenant to transport the refuse bins to the street for collection. The landlord argues on appeal that the administrative law judge was biased and that the decision is inconsistent with a prior rent board decision concerning a similar claim. He further argues that the tenant lied and submitted false documents and that the tenant has sole responsibility for the payment of refuse service and the transportation of refuse bins. Uh, Commissioner I
5: Wasserman, to... Wasserman, I filed a notice of recusal on this one as well uh, with the ethics commission because I represent this family, the ownership family, although I didn't participate in this matter. So I'll go ahead and log off and I'd ask the
1: executive director to text me when when it's done. Thank you. And Commissioner Wasserman has left the meeting. I moved it to the deal. second discussion
2: is there any further discussion regarding this issue well i guess uh, uh i would submit that this is confusing in the sense that uh, uh there were uh, uh the decision was made earlier, uh, of which um, an interpretation of that decision was uh, 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 established with a second decision. Um, I uh, am not quite sure uh, how the landlord would be responsible for any amount that, um, uh, that, uh, of uh, the cost uh, to have the bins brought to the street. Uh, there, I, I guess it, my thought is that there should be some cap on that. But on, on the other hand, I, I guess I, my, my primary ar- argument is that uh, um, the things change. Uh, the, this is a building that um, had a, a change of, of rules of, of, by the city uh, refuse department um, or the or the uh, recology. And uh, there is a way to, to bring it out. It's a little bit more cumbersome, but uh, I'm not quite sure how we get to this uh, conclusion.
1: So yeah, I was, guided, I was guided by page 10
5: of the opinion when they're talking about um, location of waste bins. And if you look in the environmental code section 1904, one of the requirements is that the bin must be placed in an appropriate location to mean convenient for the tenant.
1: And so I think that's something that the landlord has to provide further comment. Call for the vote. A motion to deny the appeal. Commissioner Chan. Aye. Commissioner Crow. Aye. President Gruber. No. Commissioner Tom. I'm sorry, Commissioner Tom. Was that no?
0: i'm sorry commissioner tom i can hardly understand you oh, no. thank you and commissioner hung Hi.
2: the uh appeal is uh denied item f 2785 green street apartment number one
0: pardon uh, me tenant. president gruber i'm going to oh, i'm sorry uh, uh, uh,
2: mr Wasserman. Wasserman please
1: for the meeting thank, thank you, you. And Commissioner Wasserman has returned
2: to the meeting. We move on to item F, 2785 Green Street apartment number one. The tenant's petition alleging decreased housing services was granted in part and the landlords were found liable in the amount of $2,100 for insufficient heat during a seven month period beginning May of 2021. On appeal, the tenant argues that the unit was without adequate heat since 2002, as evidenced by her written complaints in a Notice of Code Violation that issued in 2010. She further argues that the new mini-split heat system is an eyesore that decreases the usable square footage of her unit.
5: Commissioner Wasserman here, I would move to deny. David Gruber, second.
2: Comment. Being no comment, uh, please call for the vote.
0: A motion to deny the
1: appeal. Commissioner Wosterman. Aye. President Gruber. Aye. Commissioner Crow. Aye. Commissioner Chan. Aye. And Commissioner Hung. Aye. That concludes
2: the uh, review of appeals. Uh, We now move on to the uh, remarks from the public. Executive director, please.
0: Thank you, President Gruber. If uh, commissioners and staff can please mute your mics so we can avoid background noise. Pardon me one moment. We're now gonna go into our second of two regular public comment.
1: periods this evening. Bear with me for just a moment. Oops. It is not now time for the second of two public comment call-in periods. Please
0: again note that the meeting instructions have changed slightly and members of the public who wish to provide public comment must now enter a webinar numeric password after entering the access code. The public comment call-in instructions are posted with the agenda located on the rent board's website at sf.gov forward slash rent board in the meetings section. While you may view the meeting using the link located on the website and listed on the agenda and remote meeting access information, public comment may only be given by dialing in on the phone. The phone number to call into the meeting to give public comment is 415-655-0001. You will then enter access code 2495-296-3337, press pound and then Enter the webinar numeric password, 7368, and press pound again. You will hear the meeting as you wait on the line. You will then dial star and three to enter the public comment queue. You will then hear you have raised your hand to ask a question. Please wait to speak until the host calls on you. When the system then says you are being asked to unmute yourself, to unmute, press star six, Dial star and then six. Please make sure that you are in a quiet location and that all computers, phones, TVs, and other devices around you are muted, so there is no echo sound while you speak. You are encouraged, but not required, to state your name for the record. If you are calling to speak regarding an item on the agenda, please state which item you are speaking about. Please note that anything you say during public comment cannot be used as evidence in regards to the item on which you are speaking. You will have three minutes to speak, and if you have an interpreter on the line with you, you will have six minutes. To withdraw your question, dial star and three again, and you will hear you have lowered your hand. When your three minutes are up, staff will so indicate, and your line will be muted. You will be moved out of the speaker line and back as an attendee in the meeting unless you disconnect. You may stay on the line if you wish to speak during another public comment opportunity. Uh, Rent board staff member Diana Flores is again, operating the phone system this evening. I am keeping time on a timer. Um, When your time is up, you should hear the timer ringing. Time will be called and you as the caller will be muted. Uh, Ms. Flores, do we have any callers raising their hands in the queue wishing to provide comment?
1: Yes, we have one caller in the queue. Ms. Flores, can you uh, please allow the caller?
6: This is Michael Baraska, uh, once again, from 190 O'Farrell. My only comment is I wish to thank the board for their um, fair and open-minded consideration of my petition, and uh, I want to apologize for my more than likely difficult-to-read handwriting. Thank you for your efforts.
1: Uh, Thank you, caller. Ms. flores do we have any other uh members of the public in the queue wishing to provide
7: comment there are no more callers at this time
0: okay so we'll give it just another moment given that we have a little bit of a a new process um this evening so for the first time we're using the new um webex a uh, meeting system that requires the caller to enter a webinar numeric password after entering the access code. So members of the public, um, this is the second of two public, regular public comment opportunities this evening. We will be having a public comment opportunity in just a few minutes um, in regards to the public hearing, which is the proposed amendments uh, to the rent board rules and regulations on the parental leave policy. Um, that is a separate item. So, if you do wish to speak in general public comment this evening and address the commissioners, now is the time to do so. Uh, please dial in 415 655 0001. You'll enter the access code 2495 296 3337, press pound, and then you will enter the webinar numeric password 7368, and then press pound. Um, then you'll have to dial star in three and then star in six it's uh quite a bit of an odyssey to get to speak but (laughs) uh it, it does work so please go ahead at this time if you're wishing to provide comment it is
1: the second of two regular public comment opportunities tonight Ms. Prodes, are there any other members of the public in the queue wishing to provide comment this evening? No, not at this time. Okay, we'll give it just another moment. Again, members of the public, if you wish to provide comment
0: this evening, this is the second of two opportunities to address the commissioners. Um, So if you would like to provide comment, please dial uh the number that is shown on the screen which is 4156550001 you'll enter the access code 24952963337 pound and then the webinar numeric password which is
1: 7368 and you'll press pound and Ms. Gores, do we have additional members of the public in the queue wishing to
0: provide comment no not at this time thank you so much for confirming really appreciate that um so looks like there are no additional members of the public wishing to provide comment at this time in the second of two regular public comment periods um president gruber uh So we will close this public comment period related to um, the regular public comment period. Would you like to uh, go into the next item and then we can leave this open for the next public comment period?
1: Sure. Thank you. Ready to move into item 7 public hearing. Yes, President Gruber.
2: Okay, we'd like to consider the proposed amendments to rules and regulations, Part 2, Section 2.21, Parental Leave Policy. And uh, Executive Director, what needs to be read into the record here?
0: Uh, President Gruber, you would just uh, read the uh, information on the Notice of Public Hearing.
1: Okay, for
2: some reason, my copy gets cut off, and and so I'll read as far as I can go. Um, The Rent Board Commission invites the public to comment on proposed changes to the rules and regulations governing the residential rent stabilization and arbitration ordinance, Chapter 37 of the San Francisco Administrative Code. The commission is taking public comment on Proposed Amendments to Rules and Regulations, Part 2, Board Organization and Procedures, Section 2.21. The Proposed Addition to Rules and Regulations, Part 2, Section 2.21, is intended to incorporate Administrative Code Section 67B.1, which authorizes Board members to take parental leave in certain circumstances. To enact the changes the rent board has proposed the and that's as far as i go
0: and that sentence ends president gruber attached draft regulations thank you you're welcome
2: do i need to read more
0: no president
10: gruber
2: okay
0: so at this time we're going to go ahead and open the public comment period um, specifically in regards to the public hearing which is Uh, for the Proposed Amendments to Rent Board Rules and Regulations, Part 2, Section 2.21, Parental Leave Policy. Um, So if there are any members of the public uh, at this time wishing to provide comments specifically in regards to um, the proposed amendments to Rules and Regulations, Section 2.21, now would be the time uh, to dial in to provide comments. And again, the number to call in for public comment is 415-655-0001. You would enter access code 2495 296 press pound, and then enter the webinar numeric password 7368 and press pound again. So again, this is the third public comment period this evening um however this public comment period is a special public comment period solely for the public hearing uh relating to uh the proposed amendments to the rent board rules and regulations part two section 2.21 on the parental leave policy and Ms. flores are there any members of the public in the queue wishing to provide comment at this time no not at this time Thank you so much for confirming. Um, We will uh, leave this opportunity open for just one brief moment, so that any members of the public who wish to comment on uh, the public hearing item, proposed amendments to rules and regulations, part two, section 2.21, parental leave
1: policy, can so provide their comment. members of the public we are
0: at uh the point where we will are about to close public comment in regards to the public hearing item Ms. Flores do you find any members of the public in the queue wishing to provide comment no
7: not at this time
0: great we will now go ahead and close the uh, third uh, public comment period this evening. This is the last opportunity for any members of the public to provide comment to the commissioners. And this last period was solely regarding the public hearing item on proposed amendments to the rules and regulations.
1: Pardon me one moment. Thank you, President Gruber. Okay. Um- What what do we do now? Is there a vote on this? We would need to vote, President Gruber.
5: Yes. So
1: we we need a
5: a motion? I'll motion that we adopt the uh, proposed regulation as is, uh, as the new section two point two one.
1: Do we have a second?
2: I'll, I'll make a second. Discussion, condition subtractions
1: being done, please call for the vote. A motion to adopt proposed rules and regulations section 2.21. Commissioner Wasserman? Aye. President Gruber? Aye. Commissioner Tom? Aye. Commissioner Crow? Aye.
0: Commissioner Chan?
1: Aye.
0: Commissioner Sawney? Aye. Commissioner Hung?
1: Aye. And Commissioner Haley? Aye. The motion
2: passes. That concludes the uh, public hearing for the uh, amendments uh, to rules and regulations part two, section 2.21, parental leave policy. We now move on to item eight on the agenda, communications.
1: Thank you, President Gruber. Give me just one moment. Good evening,
0: commissioners. It's lovely to see everyone this evening. Um, This is executive director, Christina Varner. Um, Let's see, I believe you should have received articles from staff from Chronicle, potentially SFist. You should also find the workload statistics for September, 2022. Um, Just to note also that uh, fiscal year 21-22, the annual statistical report has already been sent to you so you should have received that it was not in your communications with this particular packet but um as you were discussing at previous meetings um from items that uh commissioners were requesting particularly and staff had been explaining you would be receiving you should have received that already
2: when when did when was that mail
0: uh that was emailed to you president gruber
2: yeah it was
1: emailed okay yes And that is all. Communications? Yes. Um, I have
2: item C, Superior Court denying writ petition.
1: Pardon.
2: Is Is that part of this?
1: Yes. Any discussion on that being done uh, we move on to item number 9 directors report. Thank you, President Gruber.
0: This is executive director Christina Varner Um, in regards to current departmental operations. Things remain the same. Um, We are open to the public uh, at reduced hours still. In line with city guidance, Uh, phone counseling line remains open to the public and busy as usual with the regular hours of 9 a.m. to noon and 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. excluding holidays. Uh, That's open Monday through Friday. Staff continue to work on a hybrid basis, uh, both at home and in the office. Um, We are continuing to work with uh, Department of Public Works Architecture and the Bureau of Building Repair and other collaborators on Uh, our new space on the sixth and seventh floors, things are moving along slowly but surely. Um, Just a couple items. Uh, So in regards to the housing inventory and the rent board fee, uh, the 2023 rent board fee and housing inventory informational notices have been mailed out uh, to most property owners, uh, informing them of their requirement to report into the housing inventory. Their anticipated March 1st rent board fee obligation and how to request an exemption of the rent board fee if they believe they should be exempt uh, and how to report into the housing inventory. Um, The housing inventory reporting deadline for owners of all properties is March 1st, 2023. And the last day to request an exemption from the 2023 rent board fee will be this Monday, December 19th. Um, If an owner does believe that they should have received a 2023 informational notice and did not receive one, uh, please do contact the rent board's uh, inventory and fee unit. Uh, We have a special uh, email address uh, for that unit, uh, rentboard.inventory at sfgov.org. So owners, please do uh, contact us if you think you did not receive a notice and you should have received a notice. Um, and finally, we expect that delinquent uh, fiscal year twenty one twenty two rent board fee obligations uh, will be sent to collections in January.
1: And- Do we know what, what amount that is?
0: You mean the amount of- uh, Delinquencies. delinquencies. Um, we haven't run the report yet, uh, President Gruber. It's potentially around,
1: I don't know, 10,000 or so. 10,000. So that's, that's really de minimis. A question
2: regarding.
0: There any the, other.
2: Go ahead. Absolutely. No, go ahead, President Gruber. Uh, uh, regarding the registration, uh, is there a new form that needs to be utilized for, for the registration of units uh, coming in uh, for March?
0: So the, the method for reporting in the, into the inventory remains the same. So you would uh, use the rent board uh, portal, which is our website, where you would go in and request uh, a pardon, report into the inventory and then receive the license to
2: increase rents. Can you utilize any of the information from, or is it all new? Do you have to completely repopulate it?
1: No, you would be able to to utilize some information. If you would like, if if you or any
0: owner would like to discuss, please definitely give us a call. If you have questions on completing it.
2: Does the commission need a report on on uh, the next meeting or so how things are going or um, is there anything that we need to uh, be aware of um, to, to facilitate the process?
1: President Gruber, are you requesting that from the commissioners
0: or from staff? Staff. Yeah. What were you looking for, President Gruber, exactly?
2: No, I, I just an update for for the commissioners to to have a. Uh, um, it it's, it can be as you know. I guess uh, uh, if there's uh, nothing to report, then there's nothing to report. Uh, what I'm looking for is uh, as we move into uh, the full blown uh, registration of all units, um, and the uh, and and the. Uh, um uh, uh the the reporting of of the registration is there anything that uh, we should know uh, um as a report to the uh, commission
0: i think that uh, that is um you know what what the commissioners might desire president Gruber i don't know if you're looking for some sort of statistics on um the number of of properties or the number of units uh, that are being reported on um, newly uh, since it's now for um, properties of all sizes.
2: I mean, staff, staff would be
0: happy uh, let, let, to provide to a report. Yeah, okay. I'll get fine.
2: back to you offline. I, I was. Um, uh, I need to uh, uh, get a little bit more information, and we can go from there.
0: That sounds great and staff would be happy to provide any sort of report um i i do want to say that i think because we're still a little bit out from march 1st it's likely that there won't be as much information uh there um as there may be uh sometime towards uh january february um but i think we would be we would be happy to provide any sort of data to you that you would be interested in?
2: Yeah, I'll find out because we're, you know, we're only uh, um, what uh, uh, seventy days, uh, eighty days, We're actually eighty days away from that, and, and that's not, not, not really a long time. But I'll find out what what I need to um, uh, uh, bring forward if necessary.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, please just Thank let you. us know. Please just let us know. Thank you. Uh,
2: does then, that end the director's report?
0: That does not yet. I have just a couple okay. more items. I did just, If there were any
1: other questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Okay, I will continue.
0: Um, so in regards to legislation, again, it's pretty short. Um, this one is basically in the same state that it was at our last meeting, which is the Board of Supervisors file 221021, 2, uh, which would make changes to the planning codes, Home SF program is still before Land Use and Transportation Committee. Um, and the Home SF program is the one that allows density bonuses and zoning code modifications to new development projects that agree to provide certain amounts of affordable housing. Um, and this particular legislation would expand the Home SF program to projects that agree to subject the residential units in the development to rent control under the rent ordinance instead of providing additional on-site affordable units so that one remains the same as it has for a bit of time um, newly uh california assembly bill 12 was introduced by assembly member matt haney of san francisco on december the 5th and is awaiting committee action This legislation would amend uh, civil code section 1950.5 to cap security deposits to an amount equal to no more than one month's rent, regardless of whether the property is furnished or unfurnished.
1: And that is all I have for legislation. Are there any questions? just a couple more items um so in regards to digital distribution of meeting
0: material um, we have run some tests and we will begin sending meeting materials to you in onedrive um, for the january meeting Um, so i we need to please know um, have any commissioners attempted to log in
1: to their sfgov accounts email accounts
3: I Sounds like before no <laughs> for the I think I've had before for the for the bias training or something like that. Okay. A while ago. A while ago.
1: A while
0: ago. Okay. So um and there may be some commissioners, new commissioners who've never accessed their SF club accounts potentially. Um so I will go ahead and get that information to you. Um and that is the way you will begin accessing um the meeting materials. And if we need to um have a brief uh meeting or get together um for instructional we can do that between now and the january meeting which is not until january
1: 17th so we have a little bit of time
0: um, but it looks like it's gonna it's it's gonna be quite successful i think it's gonna make at least the majority of the commissioners uh, <laughs> uh happy to receive their meeting materials electronically
1: um is everybody getting it like electronically and then in,
2: as of the 17th
1: yes president gruber um
2: yeah that it's an interesting thought i don't i don't know uh um there's some packets are extremely large and in, in reading, right. and, and, and uh i don't know uh I guess we'll have to have some type of instruction or or or, or possibly uh um, shortcuts of how to deal with 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 large files and, and, and uh you know uh in the absence of 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 uh being able to 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 you know physically have something to to mark and whatever
0: understood president Gruber yeah we'll go ahead and um and, you know walk you through the how to find the items it's actually arranged you know the tests we've done arrange it fairly clearly in, in their own uh, folders and you just sort of go in according to the appeal um, and the appeal is there the decision is there um, and you can access the documents and then we're kind of we're just going to go on the same cycle that we ordinarily go for distribution so the packet would be received the uh, 10 days, the Friday before um, then you would receive your supplemental packet um, and it will just be in the system. But you know, we will, we'll take this slowly and we'll go piece by piece with it because it is brand new for everybody and we wanna make sure everyone has the meeting materials and making sure as usual that everyone will have their materials um, that come in right before the weekend, before the meeting and then right before the meeting itself as usual.
2: Now, the thing is that uh, I've asked this before, but uh, actually this cycle that we had just now, uh, we were receiving uh, uh, updated information on appeals uh, after 5 o'clock.
0: Right, it comes from,
2: from it. tenants or owners. I trying not remember which, but or both. And, uh, you know, for me, 1 is I don't fo- I, I'm not uh, I'm not following my, my emails on a moment by moment basis.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Um, we receive emails all the time um, from parties and non-parties, and uh, we do send these to the commissioners um, as soon as we are able to compile everything and sometimes make sense of what we're receiving.
1: Um, I don't believe that uh, there's anything. That we
0: received i mean if we we got it to you past five it was because we got it from the member of the public quite late in the day so i apologize for that Um, but we do want to get to you whatever we can the public is advised by staff that you know the later they submit uh you know if they're submitting right the same day or a couple hours before the meeting it's significantly less likely that commissioners are going to be able to you know adequately review the materials so it's always kind of been that way i remember when we were having in-person meetings and folks would submit documents at the meeting or right before the meeting and it really wasn't adequate time for commissioners to necessarily consider some sort of novel argument um so it's kind of a similar thing it's just coming in by email but if there is something specific that you think might be helpful um as far as distribution is concerned please do uh, let staff know we'll try well, to I think that the out. only
2: uh, the only addition i can make is uh uh this is both for the landlord community and, and also for the tenant community uh late submittals uh you know are detrimental to their case uh the, you know uh, they have to be aware i don't know if there if there's some way to uh um is that included in in the packet or whatever when someone is uh Um, um, making an appeal uh, that uh, any further communication that is that is received late, um, you know, you know, we'll have there's a possibility it won't be considered.
1: Yes, Mr. a Warning
2: Gruber. to everybody. I mean, it's uh, it seems that, that that with the new modern uh, way of of of, uh, of um, uh, communicating, um, that there doesn't seem to be there seems to be a population out there that feels that they can submit at any time, and uh, they just need to be aware.
1: Thank you, President Gruber. Um and I'm, we're happy to receive any feedback on
0: the new process and um, you know, we'll go slowly together. One thing I would like to um, say,
4: to Dr. Varner, um, when the- Commissioner Sani, thank you. This is, this is Mr. Sani. When the thank
0: you.
4: digital distribution of the um, where, where materials was first brought up, certainly brought up with giving people the opportunity to review all, alternative methods i understand that we're going to go through with the one drop option it would be helpful if um we could look at how it's structured prior to us switching over full uh, pushing over the entire commission over to that one system or possibly just pursuing uh mailing uh, the, our traditional distribution and electronic distribution at our next meeting just to ensure that all commissioners get the materials and feel comfortable with the new system that's out so.
1: thank you commissioner sani yeah definitely we will
0: um you know provide tutorials and screenshots um, and again i'm happy to set up um a meeting like this where we can walk through it um, and i can screen share with you to show you how and where things are located we want to make this as easy as possible
4: would it be possible to have this meeting and all of its materials uploaded to the system as the test run so we kind of can get an understanding of how it would work um, if we were to receive it from this meeting
0: the, the for the december meeting commissioner Sonny?
4: uh you since we already have this materials for this meeting already created having it already uploaded uh this month for yes, the December meeting into the OneDrive. So, then we, so our test one would be a uh, meeting that has already occurred.
0: So um, with all due respect, Commissioner Sawney, we do not have the materials for this meeting in the digital format in which um, they will be for the January meeting. Um, we have not, it, it does take quite some time for staff to prepare it in that way um to organize it and so we had not done it for this meeting um we could find you know if commissioners would like or feel more comfortable we could um attempt to do both a paper mailing and um uh use onedrive for the next meeting if that would be
2: preferred. What I'm seeing uh, executive director right now is that there's only one appeal for the next meeting. Is that does that, uh, um, you know, uh, mean that there's going to be a, a, a uh, uh, not a big, uh, uh, you know, component, component, there won't be a lot of appeals.
0: I can't say for sure. President Gruber, sometimes we get, you know, a series of appeals in right before you know, sort of our internal deadline to schedule for the next board's meeting.
1: Um,
0: but things do often mellow out around the holidays. It just it it really depends. We can't always determine it. Um, sometimes we can, based on the number of decisions that have been issued. but but yeah, right now there are not too many appeals. So it may be quite easy to receive the materials. and you know we're not having a public hearing. Um, you will likely have some budget-related materials, but those are ordinarily provided to you by email separately.
2: So, yeah, I would like to have strong consideration being given for um, the suggestion uh, of of having both. If it's if it's if it's if it's a, a small amount of material, um, it would be a nice thing to compare for me. I, I'm uh, a little bit slow when it comes to this high tech stuff.
0: Okay understood so we will we will go with sort of a, a hybrid uh <laughs> a word we use quite frequently um we will send out paper packets um for january and we will also go with um the
1: onedrive uh system um do please look out for the emails
0: um regarding your sfgov Email accounts, Um,
1: and so just to follow along with that, and if you can respond, that would be helpful as well.
2: We need to respond. Whether I need to to set it up?
0: Well, we'll provide some instructions to you um, to log in, and I'll just you know we'll want confirmation that everybody's able to log in, and then we may send some test um, emails through that
1: system or test materials um so just keep keep an eye out if you can please
4: thank you to uh you and the rest of the staff for uh again navigating this transition for us uh recognizing this hybrid is a temporary bridge to us going fully digital so thank you for your help in getting to this milestone
1: thank you commissioner sani i do thank our staff um who, who do work to support the commission. Is there more to the director's
3: report?
0: Just a couple items quickly. Um, so is, I just, oh, I'm so this sorry. This Commissioner Mr. Chan. Chan. Can, I, can I ask
3: a question? Just looking ahead, um, how do we anticipate this working if we go back to person, in-person commission meetings? I mean, do we then have to print out um, the packet? or bring a computer with us if if this is gonna be the method going forward?
0: You know, there's a variety of things that different commissions do, and I've been in conversation with a few of them.
1: Um, What's the question?
3: What's the question, please? The question was looking ahead, how how would electronic packets work if we go back to in-person meetings? Um will, will we have to print out the the packets or bring out computers or will there be another way to access you know paper versions? Thank you.
1: Yeah, there I
0: we haven't made any final decisions on that. I've I've definitely inquired with some other um board secretaries about what they're doing for their commissions. There really are a variety of things. Um Some use paper, some commissioners like to bring their own um, laptops or iPads. At least one commission provides iPads for their commissioners and loads meeting materials onto those iPads. So um, there's a number of things that we can do. And
1: is there a preference, Commissioner Chan? Um, I
3: think. I mean, I maybe bring iPad or have a one copy available for commissioners to review. um, If if a commissioner needs to
1: access a packet when we in person, do we know if we're going to be meeting publicly?
0: We have not yet been informed about that, President Gruber
2: so uh, what what are the choices they uh, uh, having a um, our own computer or having a, um, a notebook uh, uh, is there is there a way to, to understand what what the options are
0: so the options would be that the department provides the packets and all meeting materials on paper or that the commissioners provide their own device to view the meeting materials Um in the meeting the physical meeting itself um there is you know i am aware of at least one department that provides devices for the commissioners to use where the meeting materials are loaded to the device um and the commissioners can access the materials there Uh, i can say that at this moment this department does not have that option um we do not have the devices president gruber at this moment in time uh that we could provide we do not have uh, additional ipads or laptops that we could provide to
1: commissioners to access meeting materials at this moment in time this not would actually be a device that had... only had our material in it right right Now we haven't been given any sort of directive to meet in person. So I think if we were given a
0: directive and we had to meet in person quite quickly, uh, likely we would provide the materials in paper packets for that meeting. Um, But (laughs) there there are a lot of things that are, are, uh, can be challenging for the department to
13: pivot quickly. Can I ask a question? just absolutely uh, um, so what what's driving i'm just curious i imagine that there's some folks that like paper there's some that prefer electronic particularly when many people are working remotely and are not proximal to a physical meeting location but is there um is what's the burden on staff to just have people receive the materials in whatever format they want Is it, I mean, is it a choice? Is it, it's not something that it's, I mean, like in my work experience, everything was electronically filed and then people printed out materials that they wanted, you know, on an as needed basis. And I'm just right. wondering if there's a, where where's yeah. where are people having to put resources? Is it a, a, a huge amount of additional resources to have a, a dual access capability? Um
0: yeah thank you commissioner haley for the question it is a bit uh it is a bit of an extra lift for staff um to do a couple different uh methods um because we receive filings from the public um by email and on paper um both and for any one particular case we could receive Parts of the filing in one way and parts of the filing in another way so it requires you know a lot of staff time to put everything together um and certainly you know we can spend the time and are happy to spend the time to figure out a better way to do it um and to be able to do it electronically and um and on paper for whatever way commissioners uh, desire um I, I will say that having done it myself um it's (laughs) it's quite it's quite an amount of work to put everything together because of the way we we receive documents from the public at this time now we are engaged in a a workflow process to change the way we receive documents from the public so that it is easier on both the public and staff um and makes more sense and more efficient Um, but that has not happened yet so yeah but if you have suggestions, but we don't, we don't we're not a court, you
1: know. We just sort of are receive, however, the public files. Because in
2: my my thought process, it'd be nice to have a device that that is only for our stuff, all our all our material, and 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 learn on that uh, um, to get to the no paper uh, uh, position. I, I'd I'd rather see uh, something, uh, as something uh, as as selective as that, 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 that'd be nice to have.
0: Commissioner Haley, I'm so sorry. Did you, I think you were muted and may have-
13: You're muted now. Okay, am I? Now you're on. All right, I was just trying to understand whether the bulk of the filings by the public are in paper or, and so that, so what's being required by staff to put them electronically is to scan everything, which is painful or whether they're, they're mostly provided. I understand it's like they do both, um, but I just was trying to figure out what that, you know, there's not a contained electronic file of everything. Right. right. Okay. Great. Right. Well, I think that for those who haven't experienced electronic files, it really doesn't matter whether it's on a separate device or not. It's just files. Just so you, I mean, once you get familiar with a searchable, a search engine that searches through the documents, it's just like t- turning a Kindle page book. I mean, it can be, and it's word searchable. Usually it's, it, it's quite convenient. You can make, take notes on it, you can edit it, you can do whatever you want to it. Just to give people confidence.
4: Just to add to what Commissioner Haley added, I, I don't think right now we need to explore putting things on a separate device. Yeah. Only if we were to enter, um, in person meetings, I think that's something that we can explore at, at that time. Um, and just kind of talk back to kind of the basis of why we're even doing this why advocating for. Um, yeah, one, it is a lot of time, uh, to, um, I don't think I need, I, we need to wait at my mailboxes for uh for, for the packets to come in when we can start the review process once they're available um i do know that there is some time that it is upon the filers to do copies of all of, um of all the documentations for the commissioners as well i think we can take that process out and make it a bit easier for the filers when they are submitting appeals to the commission as well i think that and i think we're estimating the digital role we can save some trees, I guess, in an environmental a small, small environmental standpoint. So I fully advocate for us switching to the digital process. I know we all do it in our professional lives. Um and I think it and I think it will just add a more efficient uh, and a more efficient commission department.
1: Any further
2: uh, input? Any more to the director's report?
1: I
0: I have two more quick items.
2: Only quick ones.
0: (laughs) No, no long ones, I promise. Um, So uh, in regards to the department's ongoing racial equity work, um, we had had a goal from the the, uh, racial equity action plan that all members of this commission would attend um, an equity and implicit bias uh, workshop. And it was decided on by this commission um, to attend a city and county Department of Human Resources um, workshop. And at this time, it looks like that there are four commissioners currently on this um, commission who have not yet attended. Um, And so, and we had talked previously that um, there were issues with commissioners attending the workshops in any sort of group um, because of quorum issues. Um, and so we were uh, advised to send commissioners two by two um, to the, uh, the workshops or trainings. Um, and we have two coming up, uh, one on January 24th and another on March 15th. Um, so I will uh, reach out to you to um, see for the remaining four of you have not, I believe not attended. Um, I will reach out to you to see when you might be able to attend.
2: That that's kind of interesting. I I I don't mean to digress, but how is that a quorum problem? How we can decide policy in 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 this uh, uh, agenda?
1: Yeah, potentially,
0: David Gruber. Um, there were <laughs> President Gruber. There were um, there was a number. A bunch of decisions what well, it is, what it is.
2: I don't take the time yeah. i, I, I it, to, to <laughs> me it's, a, it's kind of a frustration why we can't knock it out with four people. I don't see what we're gonna do wrong, but uh, it is what it is <laughs>
0: um so i will I will reach out to the four of you to um schedule trainings dates uh for January and March,
7: two of you at each uh
1: training
0: and then finally um we hope to see some of you this Thursday, the fifteenth at uh, for the rimboards holiday party
1: at Beer Garden in Hayes Valley, starts at four o'clock, goes to seven o'clock. It's going to be chilly. Please bring your coats you do come. I look forward to seeing you. That's all I have for the director's report. <laughs> um, item 10 old business. So President Gruber, I think the um, commission, you know, we're still conducting
0: meetings like we've just been talking about remotely uh, and we're
1: doing so for the time
0: being. We have not been given any directive uh, to start holding meetings in person or in any hybrid format. Um, So to keep holding meetings remotely, uh, you will need to make findings that the meeting continues to be necessary under California government code section 54953 Little E. Um, and I can go ahead and read uh
1: the relevant points and hold a roll call vote if that sounds fine to the commissioners. Okay. That sound right, President Gruber. Thank you. Yes. Great. Um so uh
0: Resolution making findings to allow teleconference meetings under California government code section 54953 little E resolved that the rent board commission finds as follows that as described the state of California and the city remain in a state of emergency due to COVID-19 and at this meeting, the rent board commission has considered the circumstances of the state of emergency and as described because of the COVID-19 pandemic, conducting meetings of this body in person would present imminent risks to the safety of attendees And the state of emergency continues to directly impact the ability of members to attend safely in person and be it further resolved that for at least the next 30 days unless the mayor issues an earlier order authorizing in-person meetings all meetings of the rent board commission will continue to occur exclusively by teleconferencing technology and not by any in-person meetings or any other meetings with public access to the places where any policy body member is present for the meeting And such meetings of the Rent Board Commission uh, that occur by teleconferencing technology will provide an opportunity for members of the public to address this body and will otherwise occur in a manner that protects the statutory and constitutional rights of parties and the members of the public attending the meeting via teleconferencing. And be it further resolved that the secretary of the Rent Board Commission is directed to place a resolution substantially similar to this resolution on the agenda of a future meeting of the Rent Board Commission within the next 30 days, if the rent board commission does not meet within the next 30 days, the secretary is directed to place such a resolution. On the agenda of the next meeting of the rent board commission.
5: Thank I you. hope that we have a, we continue to have our remote meeting in January pursuant to the. Resolution
1: findings. i second. Any comment? Call for the vote. Commissioner Wasserman. Aye. Commissioner Chan. President Gruber. Aye. Commissioner Tom. Aye. Commissioner Crow. Aye. Commissioner Sani. Aye. Commissioner Hung. Aye. And Commissioner Haley. Aye. Thank you. That includes,
2: uh, old business, uh, uh, item 11, new business.
0: Uh, there is no new business. No
2: new business item 12 calendar items.
0: So the next, uh, uh, regular meeting of the Rent Board commission will be on January 17th, 2023. Um, as far as we know at this time, it will again be a remote meeting by uh, Webex. And there's currently, I think one, maybe more, uh, appeal considerations. Um, I don't know where we're at as far as um who will be reading the Ramaytush Shalone land acknowledgement. Um
1: Commissioners, are
0: you do, are, do you know where we're at? <laughs> I think we went through yeah, the I've been just
2: going down this. the list uh the uh, uh alphabetical list would be Commissioner Saudi. It was I know it got messed around a little bit, but uh
4: um I'm, I'm happy to read it i think uh the reason why we were out of order was because um mr uh Klein, uh uh, uh was uh, was out so i think that's the reason why it's a little out of order um whoever's after me i think will be the next person to read I'm happy,
1: happy to read also okay. mr. Read thank you i'll just read it i'll just read it don't call land Thank you, Commissioner Sonny. The Executive
2: Director, okay?
1: Sounds good. Thank you.
2: Uh, that concludes uh, Item 12 and uh, Item 13 is adjournment. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you so much for um, our successful 22, and I think that 23 is going to be an interesting year, so uh, um, I look forward to working with you all. Adjour. Happy
1: holidays! Yeah, happy holidays! holidays happy too. New Year! Bye Thank bye. you, President kruger Bye bye.